Hello and welcome to the White Trash Podcast. I haven't done one in a few days. Um, just been uh, having a weird, weird couple weeks. The last few weeks have been a little weird for me. Um, I got some like kind of shitty news about someone in my family. Don't want to get too personal, but I'll leave it at that. It was some, it was some shitty news. No one died, but it's like, you know, someone is dying. Basically, I'll leave it at that. Um, and I just been working a lot. Fucking, you know, I get home. The last thing I want to do is try to record a podcast when my brain is literally, you know, working at like twenty five percent capacity. Um, but something good has actually happened. Um, out of the last two weeks, I met a girl online on Facebook who was like really cool and she's fucking really cute. And, uh, the only thing that's gay is that she lives in Alabama and I live in Florida. Um, but we're hitting it off really well and I think it'll go somewhere where, who knows. Um, but I've been single a long fucking time, and, you know, I've been open to relationships. I just haven't found a girl that I wanted to date, or, you know, maybe if I did, she just didn't want me, so it was always, um, you know, I've been single for fucking, like, seven years in a row, basically. Um, I may have had, like, one relationship in there that lasted a month. I don't know, you know, you don't even count that. Um... But yeah, we've been talking for a couple days now, and we're just, you know, clicking on all cylinders. Conversation is easy. She's interesting. She thinks I'm interesting. She thinks I'm funny. Um, she's kind of silly. I like that. So, yeah, met a really cool chick. It's 2.49 in the morning, by the way. Um... I randomly get inspiration to do a podcast, and whenever it hits, I just, you know, I just do it. It's Christmas, so Merry Christmas, you motherfuckers. Um, thank you for listening. If you are a, uh, if you're a consistent listener of this podcast, or, you know, maybe this is your first time listening, whatever, thanks for listening. Um, I wonder if there's anybody out there who's listened to every episode. I wonder. I don't know. Well, um, I actually like. I haven't told this girl yet that I have a podcast because it's like, I don't know. It's just I, you know, it's a weird thing for me to talk about. People are like, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" I'm like, "Oh, I work at a warehouse, but I'm trying to be a comedian." Uh, you know, I write jokes and I, I post them on TikTok. That's usually what I say. Like, I that's like my opening line. Um, when people ask me what I do for fun or, you know, what do I do for work? But, like, I usually don't bring up the podcast right away because it's just, I don't know. I try to put myself in in someone else's shoes. Like, what would I do if someone told me that I have a podcast? I think it makes it easier because I am trying to be a comedian. Um, it's like an easier pill to swallow. It's like easier to digest that. But if I was just some random guy and I had no aspirations to be a comedian and I just had a podcast, 
That would be a little weird. I guess if I wasn't trying to be a comedian and I just did a, a podcast just strictly about sports or movies, I could do that. But I definitely, like, it would still be a little, you know, it would be a little bit weird. Because, um, like, who the fuck cares about my opinion on movies or sports, you know? Um, that would be weird. But, I mean, that's kind of what this is, this podcast is a little bit. I'm sure it's randomly funny. I don't know how often. Uh, um, you know. Who knows? Um, you do. Not me. I definitely don't know. But you do. You're like, actually, I mean, it's, it's almost never funny. I have no idea what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, ho- hopefully, that's not what you're thinking. Because I don't know. Um, that is the weirdest thing about this podcast. Is like, uh, people are listening. But I don't know if they're enjoying it. I don't know if they're getting a laugh out of it. Which is the main goal. Like, I don't, you know, I don't need every episode to be hilarious. But the goal is to make you laugh. So, if that's not happening... I'm a, uh, I don't know how I'm being, obviously I'm new at this, but, you know, if that's not, if you're not laughing once in a while, I'm not doing a great job over here, but I'm trying. <laughs> um, usually on Christmas, I don't really, you know, especially since I moved to Florida, I don't really have any traditions or anything. Um, I kind of just usually watch a movie, like a, like a feel good movie. I watch like. I watched uh, The Big Lebowski a few years ago, even though I'd, you know, I'd already seen it 20 times. Uh, I got really stoned and watched The Big Lebowski in like 2018. And then 2019, I watched Planes, Trains, and Automobiles for the 20th time. Um, this year, I don't know. I might watch uh, maybe something I haven't seen in a while. Because that's usually what I do. I just watch a movie... That I've seen before, but I haven't seen it in like 10 years. Um, I might watch like Half-Baked. I haven't seen Half-Baked in probably a decade. And that's a great movie. Uh, if you've never seen Half-Baked, Dave Chappelle, Jim Brewer, Harlan Williams. Very, very funny. I mean, it's one of the best stoner movies ever. You know, it's like... It's... I mean, it has to be Dave's funniest movie. He hasn't done that many movies. He was in Blue Streak, but, like, that wasn't... Yeah, that was a Martin Lawrence movie. Um, if you've never seen Blue Streak, watch that. That shit's funny, too. Martin Lawrence was a fucking... Was a monster for a few years there. His stand-up was really good. He was doing movies. Fucking... Then he just apparently went crazy. I don't know. Or something about waving a gun around in the streets. Something like they are trying to kill me. I remember Dave Chappelle talking about that on Oprah. It was like really fucking cryptic. Like it seemed like he was trying to tell tell us something. I don't know. I have no idea. It was a really weird interview when he was talking about that though. He was like, I remember Dave being like, a lot of these people that Hollywood calls crazy, like myself and Martin Lawrence and you know people like Britney Spears and. You know, Hollywood, you know, the people will get called crazy. He's like, that happens to a lot of people. He goes, these people are not weak people. These are not crazy people. It's like, the environment is causing them to go crazy. He's like, you know, what what kind of sick environment could cause such strong people to go crazy? He's like, you know, he kind of just dropped that. 
And remember, I remember, like, he took a drag off a cigarette. Like, he fucking knew that was some deep shit. <laughs> I remember that. He was like, he dropped that knowledge and then took a puff off that cigarette. Like, yeah, you motherfuckers digest that. <laughs> uh, I love Dave. He's fucking amazing. You know, walking away from $50 million to do, it. you know, uh, uh, the Chappelle show because he knew they weren't going to let him do it the way he wanted to do it. Uh, just, you know, the integrity of that, just, you know, not willing to sell out. Very, very impressive. Something to look up to. Something to aspire to be. And he's just, you know, one of the most genuinely funny people ever. He's, you know, he's like the Michael Jordan of comedy. People would say that's Kevin Hart. And I would get very angry at that people, at those kind of people. Very, very angry. Kevin Hart is like... I almost, I almost said the Isaiah Thomas just because he's short. But, like, that's, you know, that's not true. He's, like, he's more significant than that. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's just too easy. Like, I just picked the shortest guy I could think of. Kevin Hart is the Spud Webb of comedy. He's the Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know who those two people are... They were like under five foot six and they played in the NBA. And um, Spud Webb won the dunk contest one year. Basically because he was able to dunk while being that short. He his dunks weren't, you know, overly impressive, but just the fact that he could do it is like incredible. So small. Um I'm six three and I can't dunk. So when I see someone you know, who's five six dunking? I'm like, damn, I'm a piece of shit. I'm also white, and he was not. Neither of those dudes were white. Um, I don't know if there's any five foot six dudes. One that are in the NBA. Two that are dunking. Um, very very few, I would imagine. Um, <laughs> yeah. So back to Kevin Hart. What, what, what's the analogy? What, what's the person I could compare him to? Because he's not MJ. And he's not Kobe. He might be LeBron. No, I don't even know that. I don't know if he has the significance. Uh, Kevin Hart might be Dwayne Wade. That might be perfect. He might be Dwayne Wade. Like, definitely worth mentioning. Hall of Famer. You know, won some championships. Impressive. Um, yeah. I think that might be the best. I think Kevin Hart, if you're going to compare him to a basketball player, Dwayne Wade. Respected. You know, been around a long time. Was in the league for a long time. Uh, you know, kind of earned his stripes. Um, won, you know, won multiple titles with the same team. Yeah. it's about. That's about it. Dwayne Wade. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe in a few years he could be LeBron. But his comedy specials have been so fucking weak lately. The last few specials of his have been so weak. I mean, he's just, you can't do four movies a year and expect to also be a good comedian. Like, it's never been done. It's never going to be done. It's, it's not supposed to be done it's not even supposed to be attempted it's like what are you doing 
I'm not saying focus on one thing, but maybe don't do so many movies so that your comedy isn't like, you know, just, it's, it was just so, um, I don't know, I just feel like he stays in this pocket where he's comfortable, like this very, this very, uh, he, I don't know, I guess you could say that for a lot of comedians that like, they kind of stay in their lane, but I like to see people evolve, I like to see, you know, comedians, um, take chances, and Kevin Hart takes almost no chances, like he really takes almost none, uh, and that's just like, it doesn't, it doesn't appeal to me at all. Like, I don't want a comedian whose every other joke is a rape joke or a 9-11 or a Holocaust joke. But I do want people to be taking chances, you know. Say something wild and then try to make it funny, you know. Like, he kind of, Kevin used to kind of do that a little bit. Um, and he just, yeah, he's not taking any chances. He's just like playing to the crowd, you know, he's just doing what he knows his crowd wants, it's like, well, who, anyone who's not in the building is not gonna like this, or a lot of people won't, it just comes off as, like, he's just playing to his crowd, he's just pandering to his crowd, you know, it's not, you know, he could literally say anything, and they would laugh, he can, he could talk about Pop-Tarts for five minutes, and, you know, have no jokes, and they would be laughing randomly in between, what are you saying? It, it, I, that's what sucks. I've heard about um, getting that famous. Like, you can do no wrong. Like, when you're an artist or a comedian, it's weird. It's like, that. it's almost only true for comedians. Because, like, actors, people will criticize an actor. People will criticize a rapper or, you know, a, a, a rock band. Like, oh, they used to be better. Or, you know, oh, they lost their, uh, they lost their heart. You know, they, they got rich and lost their hustle. But comedians, there's a weird thing where unless you'd have to really fall off a cliff for anyone to notice. Like, if you're that famous, if you're Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Kevin Hart, you know, uh, Gabriel Iglesias... Those dudes who are like superstars, it really doesn't matter what they do anymore. Like they could literally say, you know, Dave Chappelle could read his grocery list and it would be hilarious somehow. Like it just, it's almost like just the fact that you're getting to watch them makes you just want to laugh at everything they say. And I've heard comedians get like really frustrated by that because they're like, I don't know what's good anymore. Like how do I, how do I test what's good Usually what people will do is <clears throat> if you're not Dave Chappelle or you're not like, <clears throat> if you're not Chris Rock or Kevin Hart, you know, people like, you know, smaller people, people who like are, they're very good comedians, but they're not like superstars. Like a great example is Mark Norman or Joe List or Ari Shafir. Like those dudes can go to certain parts of the country and people don't know who they are. They have fans in that city or that or that state, but they can go to random clubs and maybe only half the people know who they are. So they can actually test out material 
on people who aren't their fan base. And that's really what you want. You don't want to just keep feeding your fan base your material because they're always going to like it. They're already your fans. You want to you want people to laugh that don't know who you are. That's the whole, you know, that's how you know what your what new material is good or not. It's hard to it's hard to test new material on people who are already your fan base. Like it doesn't really work. Um I know back to Harlan Williams, the guy who was in Half Baked. Uh he was the guy that got sent to jail for accidentally killing the horse. Oh my god. Real quick. I have to make sure I talk about Harlan Williams. But in the movie Half Baked, when <laughs> when Harlan Williams is he walks up to the horse and he sees this horse on the side of the street that's like tied to a pole. It's like a cop's horse or something. And he walks up to the horse and he has like a bunch of food that he was going to bring back to the apartment for all the dudes. They just got stoned and they were like, you know, go out and get us some food. And he went and got out a bunch of food. He got like popcorn and a whole lot of water, uh, <laughs> just pizzas. They just, you know, two big pizzas, man. Um, I love that movie. And so Harlan Williams is outside, outside a store and he walks up to this horse and he goes, Hey girl, you hungry? And this black woman walking behind him turns and just goes. <laughs> like you don't even see her. Like it's like shot perfectly. Like all you see is the horse and Harlan Williams. And as soon as he says, hey girl, you hungry? A big black lady walks from behind him and just goes, fuck you, nigga. <laughs> uh, the first time I saw that, I fucking lost it. Because it's just out of nowhere. Like, it, you don't even see her coming. It's so <laughs> funny. And then the horse dies. He feeds it, like, fucking 30 pounds of food. And he, the horse dies because it's apparently a diabetic. <laughs> His name is, like, Buttercup or something. <laughs> uh, fucking A, that part. Hey girl, you hungry? Fuck you, Nick. <laughs> Dude, if you've never seen that scene, just go watch it on YouTube. Even though you've already heard it like out of my mouth and I didn't recreate it super well, you'll still laugh. It's amazing. It was just shot perfectly. <laughs> um, but Harlan Williams. He's a comedian. So like that's why Half Baked is so funny. Dave Chappelle's a comedian. Jim Brewer's a comedian. He was Brian, yeah, the guy with the tie-dye. Um, and then Harlan Williams is a comedian and Harlan Williams was the cop in Dumb and Dumber. He was the guy that drank the piss. Very funny comedian, very funny actor too. And he actually does this thing where it's like, he's trying to test that new material and he knows people know who he is, you know, people know who we are, who he is. Um, so he'll go on stage and like, you know, bumfuck middle of Arizona, like middle of nowhere on purpose. And, you know, he knows like, you know, at least half the audience is going to know who he is no matter where he goes. So he'll like get himself in the best scenario, be in the middle of nowhere, you know, most likely not that many people know who he is. And then on top of that, 
just to be sure of it, he'll literally go up on stage with like a small disguise and with a different name. They literally, he'll like, he'll walk up to the owner and be like, Larry from Fresno. He'll just like give them a name and a location from where he's from and then go up there and do his, his act. And like, people don't fucking know that he's Harlan Williams. Like, you know, they have no idea. It's, it's brilliant. Um, obviously not everybody can get away with that. You know, Kevin Hart probably, I mean, he, he would have to go under some serious, um, makeup, but then his, his voice would still give it away. Um, Harlan Williams, his fucking comedy is so weird. He's his fucking, there's like only a few dudes that I've heard, you know, do comedy where I'm like, that is so fucking unique. Like you, you can't even really explain it. Like, it's so bizarre. You have to watch him. Harlan Williams and Brody Stevens are, like, the only two people that I've ever seen where I'm like, it's hard to even explain that guy. And you really just have to watch. Like, I can explain Dave Chappelle. I can explain Chris Rock. Or I can explain everybody. I can at least give you, like, some insight of, like, what it might be like to, to listen to these guys. Or, like... I can tell you what kind of jokes they tell. I can't really tell you anything about Brody Stevens or Harlan Williams as far as, like, their comedy goes. Like, it's just so fucking weird and out there and, like, goofy and silly. And, you know, Brody's, unfortunately, Brody killed himself, unfortunately. But while he was alive, he released a comedy special. And it, like, it got received so badly because people just don't know how to take him. Like... The, the first 20 minutes of his special, the audience is like, what in the fuck is going on here? And then you eventually realize, like, oh, this guy is, like, the new Andy Kaufman. Like, he's fucking brilliantly funny. He's just, like, he's in this character, kind of, you know. He is Brody, and, like, him, his, his, um, his stage, you know, his stage character, whatever you want to call it, probably wasn't insanely different from who he actually was but it was definitely different i mean he was definitely um someone i loved to to listen to he was the fucking funniest dude so weird he he had like this is one of his this you know he's dead so i'm not like stealing his material i would never you know be like oh this is my joke um just to, like, give you an example of, like, what Brody Stevens would be like. <laughs> um, so, he was in the movie The Hanover. Brody Stevens was the cop that said, um, you know, he the, 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 the dudes are in the police station. They're all handcuffed to the chairs or whatever. And one of the cops is, like, bringing some kids through the station on, like, a tour. And it's Brody. He's like, he says, um, this is where you don't want to be, kids. This is what we call Loserville. And he's like pointing to where all the the main, you know, characters of the movie are all handcuffed together. And he's like, this is Loserville. This is where you don't want to be, kids. And they like, gave him like one line um, <laughs> in the whole movie. But they just like, they just, you know, people, uh, Brody was what you would call like a comics comic. Like not everybody in America knows who Brody Stevens is. But every comedian knows who he is. And every comedian loved him. Um, and <laughs> he, so he's on stage doing his comedy special. And he's like, how many people saw me in the Hanover? 
and like literally no one says anything. Like no one claps, no one woos. And he goes, you know why I don't get recognized from the Hanover? Because I'm a good actor. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so funny. His ca- By the way, like his cadence was everything. He had this really weird cadence that like, it's undeniably funny. He's just, and he'd always say weird shit like, you got it. You know, 818 till I die. He was just like, he was from the 818 in like California. Like that's the area code. <laughs> like it, it was one of those area, like, you know how like area codes get shouted out all the time? Like the 818 is like the area code no one's ever shouted out. So like just him saying that is hilarious. Like no one knows where that is. <laughs> 818 till I die. Oh my God. <clears throat> He's so funny. So goofy. Um, <laughs> yeah, I missed that dude. He was like really just unique. I love unique people. There's very few of them. A lot of people like to think they're unique, even me once in a while, but I know it's not true. You know, most of us are all pretty, pretty boring, pretty normal. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brody was a motherfucker. And uh, Harlan Williams is similar. Like, his comedy is just so fucking unique. Um, I'll give you an example of Harlan Williams. So he goes, he's talking about when dudes wake up in the morning with, like, with an erection or, you know, and uh, they have to piss. And, you know, it's it's hard to control your piss kind of when you're hard and it's like, It'll kind of spit out in two different directions sometimes. And he's like, yeah, you know, I'm butchering this joke, by the way. I haven't heard it in 10 years, but you'll get the gist of it. He goes, yeah, I mean, I kind of understand, you know, why your why your dick would, why your piss would stream off into two different streams. You know, you, you might get some sock lint in there or some, some boxer lint or whatever. He goes, yeah. Uh, you know, you wake up and all of a sudden you have Harry Potter penis. You know, you, you go in two different streams, and you're like, "How am I even doing this?" Just, just the, just, just saying Harry Potter penis alone is like hilarious. <laughs> Harry Potter penis, <laughs> because um, that can't happen to you, ladies. Though there's no way that you could go into two streams. He's like, I think you'd have to be missing some kind of gym sock at that point. <laughs> God damn. You have to be missing some kind of gym sock. Uh hilarious. Um that's what's weird. Uh me being tr- me trying to be a comedian. I have so many other comedians jokes in my head. Like I had these jokes in my head way before I was trying to be a comedian. So like they're just still there. So like I just have I have to like delete these from my mind so that they don't like intertwine with my own jokes because it's already happened on accident like i've already you know i'll be going through my old jokes and i'll be like that's a dimitri martin joke delete or that's a david that's basically a david tell joke it's not but it's it's super close so delete it happens um try to be careful but when you write in um you know i don't write a lot a lot but i write a lot um, when you're writing that much, it's like you're gonna 
take someone else's topic or some some of their material and accident it's just almost impossible to avoid i mean professional comedians do it of course i'm gonna do it i'm a fucking newbie um but my air just kicked on because i didn't turn it off so and it's almost 30 minutes in so i feel like this is a good spot to end it um i'm probably gonna do a few podcasts today so because i haven't you know that's that's what i can always promise you is that if i miss a day where i'm you know i'm supposed to do monday wednesday and friday if i ever miss days i'll just release multiple podcasts you know i'll release five in two days to like make up for it so you'll always have podcasts to listen to i'll always be sending them out sometimes sporadically sometimes planned that's the thing about comedians is like we're not we're not disciplined people. We're not, we're not the guy that you want to depend on. You know, that's why we're trying to be funny because we don't want to have a regular job. We don't want regular responsibility. That's not, you know, that's not appealing to us. That's why we're doing this. And that's kind of, yeah, I mean, that's definitely true for me too. I'm a little, I'm a little shaky when it comes to consistency. So (laughs) I'm trying to get better though, but I really appreciate you guys for listening. This is the white trash podcast. Merry Christmas.